0: Yeah, I mean, you burn it all off with the Coke. That's how you do it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host Adam Porteous, and I'm joined by Matt Smith.
1: My hair is fabulous. And I oh. sleep with everyone.
0: <laughs> He's absolutely fabulous, everybody. And uh, if if you if and you were uh, Warren Beatty in uh, 1975, you probably were Jeez. sleeping with everybody, right?
1: Who didn't?
0: Yeah, I'm sure there was just a uh, long line, a long line of uh, ladies and probably a couple dudes too as well that were just like, I need a little bit of Warren Beatty action, but Warren wasn't having none of them dudes. acted
1: on it or not, there were certainly dudes that wanted in on that
0: action. There's no doubt there. Uh, Today we are covering Shampoo from 1975, directed by Hal Ashby, uh, written by Robert Town, probably while smoking an ungodly amount of weed, if all the stories are to be believed, (laughs) as well was uh, Warren Beatty uh, supposedly based on the idea of um, what's his nut there from uh, oh, John Peters?
1: John Peters, supposedly uh, this a, a, John a Peters, a bunch of, of various people, uh, hairdressers. Uh, so, John Peters, uh, Jack S- uh, Sahakian, Jay Sebring.
0: Sebring, um, that's the one I was forgetting.
1: Yeah, uh, they are. Um, Kind of all brought together in this one character, uh, played by Warren Beatty, who you know is fabulous at doing hair, uh, looks amazing doing it, and uh, just is sleeping with every single human he can get in touch with.
0: <laughs> he's uh, he's quite uh, quite an adventurous fellow, uh, in this uh, in this film. Let's go ahead and take a listen to the trailer for Shampoo. I go into that shop. And they're so great looking, you know, and I and I I'm doing their hair and they feel great and they smell great. That's it. It makes my day. I mean, it makes me feel like I'm gonna live forever. Columbia Pictures presents shampoo. It's the story of a Beverly Hills hairdresser named George. George! 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 George, George is great. Yeah, George is great and all the beautiful people he does. Listen, you're great. I thought you were great, baby. You're great. What about me? You're great. Slow down, you move too fast. very weird, George. I know, baby. But you're great, baby. Believe me, you are great. You got to make the morning last. I've had these dreams lately. What dreams? Somebody gets me, and they throw me around the room, and I try to run away.
1: Kicking down the cobblestone.
0: You're my mother's hairdresser. Yeah. Either come in or stay out. Shut the door, honey. Come
1: on. Just don't let the steam out. Oh.
0: Shampoo. no deeds to do, no promises to keep. What are you trying to do? I want you to marry me.
1: It's too late.
0: We're not dead yet, that's the only thing It's too late. I'm dappled and drowsy and ready to sleep. I just want us to have a normal life like everybody else. Get up early and take you out to a movie on the weekend. I'm trying, baby, I just can't get out of my own way. Let the morning time drop all its petals on me. I mean, face it, we're always trying to nail them and they know it. They don't like it. They like it and they don't like it. Life, I love you. Maybe that means I don't love them. All is. Crazy. Nobody's gonna tell me I don't like them very much. Warren Baby. Julie Christie, Goldie Horn, Lee Grant, Jack Warden, Tony Bill, Shampoo. Alrighty, that was the trailer for shampoo from 1975. Uh, I would read you what the IMDB plot line is, but it's about six hours long, so I don't feel like anyone needs to go through all of that. It is honest to God. I'm gonna look up who wrote it here. Uh, written by Hugo. Rob, H-U- probably Robert Town. H U G G O. Hugo decides to write the entire fucking thing. Let's read like the first line. Thirty-something George Roundy is in Beverly Hills. is a Beverly Hills hairdresser who spends as much time sleeping with his female clients as he does doing hair. Guess what, Hugo? That's where you should have stopped. That's about it. That's the story. Yeah. Uh, this is starring Warren Beatty, uh, Julie Christie, Goldie Hawn, uh, Lee Grant, uh, Jack Warden, and uh, I, those are the biggest, the, the big big names in there. Uh, so shampoo. What was your What was your history with shampoo? Had you, th- th- was this something I had that never w- seen it? I think yeah. We w- we had both kind of looked around. We were talking about stuff that we wanted to do for the show. And uh, we we got the Criterion app uh, for streaming and everything. And so Mm -hmm. since we are in uh, quarantine times, uh, we figure, hey, let's try to get stuff that people can get on streaming. Criterion is available there. Neither of us had seen Shampoo. It is uh,
1: considered. I'm a huge Hal Ashby fan
0: yeah, it's considered to be one of those, uh, you know, great seventies films and everything. A lot of, uh, Lauren stuff behind it. Neither of us had seen it. So we figured, Hey, give it a shot. Uh, so let's, let's start with this easy question here, Matt. Uh, what'd you think?
1: I loved it. I, yeah, I watched the whole thing and I was like, Oh my God, I kind of want to watch it again. Did not do that. I went and watched certain scenes again the next day. Um, but I'm going to watch it again soon. Cause I loved it. Uh, uh, this this thing is right up my alley uh, i'm a huge hal ashby fan i really do think that as stoned as he was most of the time robert town was uh, really kind of an unparalleled screenwriting talent um and th- i thought the movie was just hilarious uh you know everybody's sleeping around the whole plot revolves <laughs> revolves around who's sleeping with who and sort of intersects with presidential politics
0: in a weird um, way yeah it's like where did this come from but it's like oh yeah it's 1975 Uh, now now we're starting to make more sense yeah
1: and um you know uh it is also warren Beatty like making fun of what his star image was at the time
0: yeah but at the same i i guess it's just like hey here's what all you guys think that i am now granted i am that but
1: (laughs) oh yeah for sure it's a lampoon it's not but you know, clearly based in reality for Warren Beatty boning down constantly.
0: And, I, and I'll say this: uh, one of the big things about this movie that uh, I th- I think you can really put down in the annals of film history is that there's a lot of lattice work in this film. So much lattice, just so much of uh-huh. it, it is everywhere. Apparently, 1975 was the year of just like, well, 1968. Well, that's, that's true that's true technically it is a little <laughs> bit older because this is a oddly enough this is a period piece uh all about uh all during the uh the run-up to the uh nixon administration right uh yeah
1: and um you know like they get, there's there's like really nice things that happen around like really subtle digs at uh american politics where they end up at like the republican party's par- uh, like party uh at night um yeah, it, it just works on a whole lot of different levels, and I and I thought it was really funny. Actually, I was cackling uh, throughout the movie.
0: The, yeah, I, I don't. I wish it was. I mean, maybe it was. A, I, I didn't find it quite as funny. I, I see where you're coming from, and I I get where a lot of that comes from. Didn't didn't land with me quite as well, but I, I certainly see what you saw in it.
1: But but what I think is also very successful, you know, and, and you can uh, you know agree or disagree with this point. What I think the movie is successful at is it it like all of Town's other really good scripts and Ashby's other films it operates on both like a comedic level but also an extremely depressing sad level.
0: Yeah, it's it's very it's very much both things at the same time. You're true true, true that. And uh you definitely come out of Shampoo feeling
1: like you need a shampoo. <laughs>
0: ah this guy over here or i'm sorry i didn't realize i had gene Shalit on the show <laughs> i'm gonna grow my mustache out just for that me. would be hilarious
1: <laughs>
0: hey guys i'm gene Shalit. hello everybody i was not only was i a film critic i was a film critic on television if you can believe that shit Like, seriously, not only was he a film critic, we put his crazy animated looking ass on television as if he was a normal member of society that could judge things and then tell us how good we were. You look in the mirror every day and see a fucking funhouse image. Are you shitting me, dude? The craziest
1: thing is he was not even trying to look like Groucho Marx. It's
0: like, what if Groucho Marx was a crazed homeless man in 1972? That's what Gene Shalit looked like. What if, what if Groucho Marx just wore like polka dot bow ties and shit? Like you feel like he's trying to bring you to some candy factory at any moment. <laughs> Big fucking glasses, and then he would just yeah, but- rhyme shit like he was like a f- <laughs> like he was fucking dolomite or some shit. And we were all just like, I think that's a movie critic. Put him on Good Morning America. What fucking planet were we living on? Is he still hey, man, alive?
1: It was, it was our grandparents' world at that time. I can only fucking imagine.
0: I'm looking up to see if Gene Shall is still alive. I don't even know if that's Surely true. he's dead. Gotta be, right?
1: <laughs> I do like that I said that with such authority.
0: Like, surely he's dead. Uh, that motherfucker like is still, still alive. He is 94 94? years old. Holy Woo! Fuck. Man, oh, man. <laughs> looking like oh one of those, uh, looking like one of those, uh, like what, what do they call them? The uh, the hairy things that you put the fucking like little magnets in and drag up where you can put the hair or the mustache and shit. He looks like that guy.
1: Jesus Christ. There is, if you're on Google and you know how on the right they have that like little picture box, there is a fucking photo of him with a sh- just a shock of crazy ass white hair. Wow. And it looks.
0: Absolutely insane! <laughs> like, absolutely insane. That's right. I'm Dr. Robotnik. You can kiss my ass. That's who he looks like, <laughs> but like less yeah. balding.
1: You're telling me that we just had a Sonic the Hedgehog movie come out, and they got Jim Carrey's normal-looking ass.
0: You could have brought in a 94-year-old
1: Gene Shalit, <laughs> and he'd have been. He would have ex- looked exactly just like. as good,
0: if not better. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's get back All right. back on track goldie with, hawn with is pretty damn good in this film i will say that
1: uh she's great i think also that um you know it's kind of uh a very it's a it's a smaller performance yeah um but lee grant is very good as well um and she is one of these actresses that was like has a very long career right she's she's in, like in the heat of the night and uh like i think the first time i ever remembered seeing her was in omen 2 which is a fucking terrible movie <laughs> but, but, but i still enjoy it um but she's in that thing uh she's in uh like uh, mulholland drive i think is the lynch movie she's in yep um she's great and uh in this movie kind of does not she plays kind of the character who gets shuffled off to the side a lot mm-hmm. um but she's great. And also, uh, you know, this is uh, one of numerous pairings with Warren Beatty and Julie Christie. Uh, and they're I just love them on screen together. Like, between this movie and McCabe and Mrs. Miller, it's like, I don't know, it might be my ideal screen company couple honestly like my bogey bacall kind of thing
0: yeah and they had a relationship so like it feels Feels like you know there's obviously something to pull from uh from real life in order to kind of get that across on screen and everything and i think that certainly does and i think they were breaking up at the time uh when when this was kind of going on so that that yeah i think that's right uh, interesting (laughs) yeah
1: um yeah, what what did you think overall though, Adam? What are, what are your thoughts? I, I, I mean, we've we've grown on about my love of uh Ashby and all this bullshit. Yeah, but.
0: I liked it. I I liked it. I think I had actually started watching it like a long time ago, but like the first scene is practic is for all intents and purposes in the dark literally. Uh mm-hmm. just a couple of like little shadow edge lights and stuff like that, and it it's meant to be that. And I guess the time that I started it, whenever I started it way back when, I was just like, I don't got time for this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This this is going to be some artsy shit.
0: It does, because it takes a minute to get going. You're in one shot for like what seems like five minutes, probably not that long. Uh, But it seems like that, and you're like, okay, we're going through some credits. I don't know what this is. So make it through that. If you can make it through that, you'll make it through the rest of the film. You know, because I want to I want to tell people that right off the top because, you know, it starts out unconventionally and uh, yeah, but, you're going to have to follow this really character does, and figure out who he is. Yeah. but
1: And it also does like set up kind of the dynamic of but like by the time he shows up at Goldie Hawn's house in the next scene, you have like this real sense of. Oh, this guy's just a fucking womanizing. Yeah, he's thario. just he's yeah. just
0: juggling the ladies. He just got to figure out which lady's in the air right now and which one you know he's got his hands on. You know, he's got to figure mm-hmm. it out. It's all just like, and you you just see him going through and giving that whole like, well, no, no, look, I'm I'm over here. I'm here right now. It's like, I mean, like, there's so much. I I, I boy, what a what a horrible life that would be. I don't want to have to lead that. There's too much work. <laughs> There's so much work involved for that. I'm just like, it. Like, I'm tired watching this guy walk around and you know, and, and banging all these ladies. I'm like, oh, that just seems like a lot of work to keep and all he, those yeah. chicks straight and everything. And then, uh, but he doesn't okay enough job at it. But but I love the the dynamic at the party and everything. She's with this guy who's uh, uh, kind of a weirdo. <laughs> He's a weirdo, right? Yeah, of course. And. Uh, just, just seeing her, him, and making him jealous of of her being with some other guy. It's, there's a lot of interesting politics and stuff that go around outside of the actual politics that are in this. Uh, looking back at the uh, Nixon administration, and everything, uh, mm-hmm. but it's it is like him playing politics with you know the ladies that he's betting as well.
1: Yeah, and and I think that's you know entirely on purpose, and I think it mostly resonates uh, today. Um, I don't know. Uh, Jack Warden is great in this as well. Like, you know, he's, he's one of these guys who is terrific in all kinds of stuff, right? He's in 12 angry men, uh, yep. which uh, we sort of mentioned in a recent episode. Uh, um, Jack Warden, I think anchors this movie in some sort of reality. Like, like people who aren't just acting like giant pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh um, uh while also like you know he's probably not that great of a person because he's you know this is 1975 and it's set in 68 and clearly like you know Beatty and Town are probably not Nixon fans
0: no I would imagine <laughs> not
1: so, so he's not necessarily like a good person but he is just there to kind of like anchor us into uh what in the hell is going on and provide some semblance of normalcy amongst like just how out like truly outlandish some of it even gets uh not in like a like a crazy harebrained 80s or or early 2000s kind of sex comedy way but in a like downtrodden downbeat 70s uh pessimism kind of comedy way
0: yeah uh and, and Beatty's great. Beatty, like he feels like this is kind of the top of his game sort of stuff. And at the same time too, it, it's hilarious with Beatty because like, I always look at him and I go, Oh, I, I see this, this handsome guy that everybody talks about. But there are a couple of angles where Beatty is at where you're just like, Oh, okay. You're not nearly as handsome as you think you are. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some angles where it's like, Oh, that's a, that's a gorgeous looking man right there. And then there's others like, Maybe not. Maybe you are a little bit fucked up and weird. And he's got like, and like, of course, it's the 70s. So you're at the the peak prime of everyone is a fucking skinny as a rail. <laughs> and of yeah. course, when you're in Hollywood. Everyone clearly doing coke. You've got All a time. big fucking head. Like everybody, <laughs> everybody's yeah. head is gigantic on their uh-huh. skinny little ass body because everyone
1: could easily fit into literally anything that uh that uh tyra banks throws at them on america's next top model (laughs) they have a giant you know it's the i think that the 1970s is the prototype for the bobblehead doll oh Uh, it's
0: all over the place they're just (laughs) yeah
1: and and like really like jack warden who's like normal sized, looks like a fucking giant yeah (laughs) compared to uh, literally everyone in this movie because uh one great thing about watching all this all these 70s films is like everyone is clearly on so much they're on so many drugs oh yeah they're just you know and it's clearly not just drinking like if it's drinking they're fucking just drinking you know they're not packing on any fucking pounds i'll tell you that
0: yeah i mean well you burn it all off with the coke that's how you do it (laughs) well it ain't it, what my point is,
1: it ain't beer; it's fucking whiskey or something, That's you true. know. And then, like, like you know, be,
0: beer is gonna stick with you a little bit. you're gonna be jack
1: warden if you're drinking beer
0: i want to strangle goldie hawn's character so bad (laughs) because she's just like she's so dependent on this guy that she's just like hey these guys are offering me this fantastic acting job that might you know take me away for a couple of months to a place that's not here how will the Mm -hmm. guy who's who i'm banging who bangs 18 other broads at the exact same time how does he feel about it it's just like girl live your life get out of here to please, yeah. for the love of God, please leave. This is not right. where you need to be. You've got these people that are offering you this this job. You're going to become famous, but like apparently the dick is so good that she's just like, I got to see if he thinks it's okay.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't that the entire thesis of uh, like uh, all their movies together? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like. Even vaguely kind of heaven can wait is also about how good the dick is.
0: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) He's just like, he's going around in his sweatpants going, look, I fucking, I nail everything that moves. All right. Could you just fucking let me back down to earth for a couple of minutes? Cause I got more broad itself. It's
1: definitely the thesis of heaven can wait's movie poster.
0: (laughs) Come on, come on, come on. I'm poor baby. Damn it. Uh, but but she, she, but, but she's really, Goldie Hawn's really good. Uh, like I said, Julie Christie's is awesome. And, uh, Warren B just reminds me of my friend, Micah, who's also just like a tall skinny guy. Who's got a big ass head. And, uh, Uh (laughs) he just, but like with more charisma and more hair. Now let's talk about hair for half a second, because here's the deal. This movie, this guy, George is a fantastic hairdresser. Uh, Correct me if you think that I'm wrong here, but okay. like the majority of women in this movie, now I understand why we'll talk about it in half a second, but the majority of women in this movie are wearing wigs. Am I wrong about that? Because uh, I, I think, think they're pretty I much so. all wigs. I think so? I don't
1: know. Be, be, like, because it know.
0: felt like they had to, like, leave some space because he does some haircuts and they go, oh, it looks great and everything. And obviously, you know, for continuity, you're shooting things out of order and stuff. No movie is shot in order, by and large. Uh, so the, I feel, it feels like the majority of stuff had to be wig work. And I think the majority of these wigs are are trash. Yeah. <laughs> it looks da- like, oh, look at this. You cut my hair so amazing. It's just like don't look much different than what it was before this maybe yeah, I mean, maybe it's the dude in me that don't know shit about hair but like i look at him I like you're love not that somebody
1: different. to chime in on this because i really don't know and i can't tell like sometimes i mean i think i think julie christie i think is in a wig uh goldie hawn i don't think so I think no I think no, she's no. Goldie Hawn
0: Goldie Hawn is the only one who I think has her real hair. Everybody else but I th- is hair, especially Julie Christie. I think her Julie Christie is totally wearing a wig.
1: I think so too. Um Warren Beatty, I think, just grew it out and didn't give a fuck.
0: Oh no, Beatty's that's Beatty's hair. The, the, the Beatty looks like a fucking idiot. Sure. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, I think I think <laughs>
0: baby looks like he fucking fell out of sleep it's just like i wouldn't i wouldn't trust this guy to comb my hair no, much less fucking cut the whole,
1: it the whole time i was watching this movie Marsh is over on the couch going his hair looks awful
0: yeah, it does <laughs> he looks like, like trash
1: i was like yeah that's what you know fucking 1968 baby you roll out
0: you go to work that's it <laughs> He's yeah, always yeah. in, like, as far as a hairdresser, I'm sorry. I think I have to, like, you know, poo-poo his skills and everything. Because, like, the most I but ever he, see look, him do is...
1: He says explicitly in the movie that he's good at dressing women's hair.
0: But he's, so, he's just zhuzhing. He's just zhuzhing hair and, like, putting... That's what
1: they're doing anyway. And then you charge him
0: 120 bucks and get and the shit. fuck out. I don't know that he has a pair of scissors in this entire goddamn movie.
1: <laughs> there are several scenes he's... He's got scissors.
0: He may have scissors in his hand, but I don't know if he's cutting no hair with it. <laughs> He'd be <laughs> like, yo, Warren, you can't cut that wig, dog. And he's just like, oh shit. How am oh, I gonna shit. do this? I don't know. Uh
1: yeah. What do we have anything else? Paul Simon did some music in this, but uh I you know it's all score work from what yeah I can tell. yeah and- to
0: me it's hilarious because like you know you see it there in the credits you're like and with original music by paul simon and like the like the big one is the beast uh, the, the beach boys that you hear yeah, at two different the beast i watched a Beastie boys movie last night that's why it's <laughs> on my mind the beach boys uh have the you know a song in two different parts of the movie and i'm just like where the fuck is paul simon in this y'all yeah. created this is paul simon but all i hear is the beach boys
1: yeah you might as well show me the title card on uh mccabe and mrs miller that says featuring these songs by leonard cohen and then he got nothing but fucking beatles in there
0: it's like you yeah, know, it all makes sense <laughs> it adds up it's the 70s well, it's I called think, we had to pay somebody what's
1: particularly <laughs> weird about it though it's like paul you know like like how ashby'd been working with paul simon for a while at this point it's you know harold Maud is fucking uh cat stevens things yeah paul simon's got songs in all these movies in the late 60s and early 70s and uh, you get him to do this movie, and then it fucking, you're just like, okay, well, uh literally anyone could have written whatever the fuck this is.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's nothing that you just that you write home and go like, wow, that, oh, that, 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 that his score is uh, just fantastic. I mean, the music in it, it's just like, mm, not really, but you know, like, you know, like, yeah, right, like Paul
1: Paul Simon Gar, Simon and Garfunkel's music have been in a lot of movies before this. Uh, You know, it's like. Like one of the big things about the fucking graduate is that it has rock songs in it. Yeah,
0: you would have figured there would be some semblance of that in this film, but no, not really. Nope.
1: Nope. Hey, do you you need a little flute? Uh, Paul Simon wrote that. All right. Now, now, now here's a song you recognize
0: by a giant band. (laughs)
1: here's here's one of the best songs off of the best album that they ever released yeah
0: this is going to be tough to beat so uh good luck paul simon i'll go 50 ways to leave your lover fuck (laughs) (laughs) no that song sucks i hate to say it people that song sucks it sucks
1: well i'm not getting into that controversy i say we wrap this up like you daddy you should have.
0: Done. We do indeed. Thank you for listening to this episode and of course we'll have more coming your way soon. Uh, in the meantime, Matt, where can we find more of your work on Interwebs? Uh well, let's let's first
1: tell people go and watch this. It's a good Criterion channel. Mm-hmm. Uh go and watch it. It's good. Uh and then you can go come along and follow me on Instagram where I will watch your Insta stories that respond to me telling me I'm a dumb piece of shit like it's Twitter. Uh, my Ooh. my handle on Instagram is at Matt underscore Boyd underscore Smith, and uh, I look forward to you maybe caring about some of the things I post on Instagram.
0: Please care about it, people. We care about you, and uh, please go over to uh, Hero Movie Podcast and uh, Clone Wars 30 Questions. We got all that good stuff coming out, and those shows are fantastic, so please do that. Uh, that is it, everybody, and we will see you uh, next time. Can you tell I really planned out the rest of that song? And that was not, not much length, but uh, there you go. Cool. All right, another one down. Not much length, that's what she said. <laughs> it was girthy, though, and that's what counts. <laughs> it
1: was all girth. What does that even look like? I I'm a
0: thick like a pipsy can.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Like one of those... Uh, <laughs> Like one of those Dollar Tree shasta cans. Funk. <laughs> That's the sound it makes.
0: <laughs> Funk. <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you?